issues of Marshall County. Now here's your hosts, Kathy Bodorf and Rusty Nixon. Everybody, sing it with us. Give me some hair. <laughs> oh, oh, man. my. Uncle Doug Day today, as you might have guessed. Uh, I'm having a weird thing in my headsets today. so I'm Yeah, it's kind of strange here. I have too. to fix it. I, I know what it is. I just haven't <clears throat> gone and taken care of it yet. So I, wow. need, to, I need to. Here, I'll fix that. Um, that oh, I lost you. That there should you be okay right there. Oh, there you go. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Yep. We monitor an actual radio. Yeah. Tell because you. you have to monitor. I mean, otherwise you don't know what's going on over there. You, you know what I'm saying? Uh, what I, I switched the button, so we're only hearing what's you've in got, this You've sound. got way too many buttons over there for I me. I do. <laughs> and so the fact that, I mean, anybody that has... You, Anybody that used to, we don't have radios and nobody has an actual radio anymore. They're no, listening no. on their phone or whatever. Nah. But if you're monitoring your actual air sound, mm. sometimes that old radio, you know how it used to be a drift a little bit? You'd oh, have to retune sure. it. And oh, yeah. Yeah. that's what you're listening to. I haven't retuned the Ooh, radio yet. And okay. I meant that's to do that way last too week. technical for this guy yeah it's it's <laughs> actually if you look at it, it's really simple it's one of those little aux plugs in the side of an old radio that is yeah. literally what we're we're listening to you so don't it, know how technically challenged i am <laughs> <laughs> i can't even run a dvd player <laughs> i don't know you were talking about amazon and surfing the net and your youtube experiences that's yeah. more than i've had yeah. <laughs> I, I go that's to, just luck <laughs> I go to all the sports websites, and oh, that's it. I yeah. don't do oh, much else. I've seen more movies on YouTube than any men should be allowed to see. <laughs> I found one that i got to watch again. Uh, you inspired me to look on there for an old movie that I hadn't wow, seen Wow, I'm glad time. I inspired somebody. So yeah. I, uh, I found it. I got it in my watch later list. Oh, okay. So okay. I can go grab it. But Okay, and the title of that is? Uh, Times Square. It's an old, uh, old 80s movie. Really? Yeah. Well, that's not old. You got to hit like in the 40s and 50s. Well, <laughs> see, that's old. like ancient. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's. Uh, I, I really, really liked it. Uh, the soundtrack is really great. It's a oh, lot cool. of new music from that time that oh, cool. I was cool. listening to at the time. Mm -hmm. So it, you know, songs yeah. bring back memories. Oh, yeah, you betcha. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. It's fun. That's the one, you know, that, I just, the things you remember, the other thing that I always am fascinated with is smells. The the things you remember when you smell something mm -hmm. that, you know what I mean? You, you like smell some particular floral scent or whatever. It's like, oh, yeah. oh I remember when I was eight and those flowers are in this garden. and Or, mm -hmm. or this is what so-and-so's house used to smell like oh, all yeah. the time. And, well, did you notice the smell? I don't know if it smelled this way when you came in this morning. But when I came, well, I walked across the street from the parking lot over here, and it smelled like somebody was cooking, baking marshmallows. 
Ooh. I don't know what that's all about, but I thought of s'mores right away. Ooh, and yeah, I, I told yeah, Jim, yeah, yeah. I said, it smells like somebody is cooking marshmallows outside there. Now, I don't know if it's part of the roofing project over here at the library or what, but <laughs> what the heck? They, they're, they're installing oh. one of those new marshmallow rubes yeah, there over there. Yeah, the rain just hits it and bounces <laughs> off. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I tell you what. Well, so how you you've been a month? How you been? Oh, I tell you what, busier than hoot. Really? Oh, I tell you what. Oh, it's been a little crazy. Uh, spent four days in Benton Harbor. Oh, that's right. Oh, senior PGA. Yeah. Oh my gosh, boy, that was just it was awesome. It was just awesome. Yeah. Even though uh, Freddie Couples wasn't there, and John Daly played one day and two or three holes, and. Hale Irwin wasn't there, and uh, let's see, uh, Rocco Media pulled out after the first day, and uh, you know, but there was a lot of good golfers. Oh my gosh, it was nice to see uh, Bernie Langer and Ernie Els, and all. These. I was 15 feet away from Ernie Els, so I took a picture of him, and and uh, but yeah, it was just cool. One bad day out of four, though. <laughs> oh my gosh, the one bad day there was a wind chill. <laughs> Oh, oh, it was yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was yeah, horrible. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was hunkering down behind my umbrellas. Uh, <laughs> oh. And thank God they gave us some nice jackets this year to wear. Oh, if, yeah. If it hadn't have been for that, I just went home. <laughs> I would have said, see ya. Yeah, that that would be. Oh, my gosh, but it was awesome. Well, if you were playing, it would be okay, I would imagine. But if you're just standing there oh. and not moving and not. That was like the cold weather when you're playing baseball. If you're oh. on the field, it isn't that bad. Yeah, yeah. If you're in the dugout, you're not, you're, you're not having a good time. Freezing your little tushy off. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah, you aren't having a good time. Oh, jeez. So. Yeah, but it was awesome. Yeah, it was just awesome. Yeah, I got to work um, worked three different holes in four days. Um, uh, the one hole I worked uh, two days in a row. And so, yeah, it was pretty awesome. So I did scoreboard again. So, yeah, that was just yeah. Well, that is, you know, I know you look forward to that, but I, I don't, I, uh, who was it that did that? For, I think Ron went a couple of years ago, got passes. Uh, oh, huh yeah. And covered yeah. it. Yeah. And um, I didn't even realize they played that event up there until mm-hmm. he went up to do it. I mean, yeah. I, you see the press releases, but in uh, in our case, that's so far away mm-hmm. that yeah. you, know, you don't usually think about going sure. to Benton yeah. Harbor to it's cover an hour, something. It's an hour yeah. and ten, you know, easy, you know. It's a nice drive, though. The yeah. worst part of it is just getting around South Bend. Yeah, yeah. But once you get around the west side of South Bend, I just set my cruise on 62 or 63, and I just let the whole world pass me and just kind of like, you know. What, but, uh, what course is that up there? That's the Nicholas course, okay. that new one up there. But they took all that old junk ground up there that was old abandoned factories and right. all that stuff. They went in and ripped all that stuff out of there and everything else. And it, it's just pretty neat. It's a beautiful place. Just gorgeous. That is amazing. Just gorgeous. Yeah. It just, boy. But yeah, it was just, uh, and I was hoping Nicholas would be there, but he's getting to the age. I think he's starting to watch where he goes and what he does. Oh, and, I'm sure. You know, because he's, I think he's 80 plus now, oh, yeah, I think. But yeah, but yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, so, yeah. John Daly, how does he even stay on the tour? Is he just like the, the you know, class clown or something? I'm, I thinking, mean, I'm thinking he showed up, he had his orange pants on, and uh, he he had quite a little following, I guess. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, you know, and then, I don't know, something happened. I don't know, he played a couple holes the second day, and he was out of there. You know, I, I don't know what happened. I never got to see him on a course. I saw him on TV, 
Um, but uh, the, uh, the one guy I was working with, he told me, he says, you see that building right over there? And I go, yeah. And he says, that's the best burger in Berrien County. And so oh, I saw, uh, after I got done with my shift, I went over there and I said, hey, I walked in there and I asked the gal in there and I said, somebody at the golf course said, this is the best burger in Berrien County. And, the, and two guys at the bar said, yep. Ah. <laughs> So did you? I had one. It was, was it? I agree. It was, it was one of the best burgers I ever had. Oh, my Man. gosh. It was awesome. What was the name of the place? North, I think North Shore Inn or Harbor Shore Inn or something like okay. that. But it's right there on the golf course. Yeah, it's it was awesome. But the place has been there forever. I may have it's to It's kind of like, that. oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's a long drive just for a burger. But, you know. See, most uh, people, uh, uh, they have, like, bucket list items. Like, they want to go to every major league ballpark. Or oh, whatever. yeah. I want to taste every hamburger in the I know, country. I know a guy <laughs> that has probably been to over half the major league ballparks uh, in baseball. Plymouth, Plymouth guy. That would be yeah, he's, an he's interesting been to quest. A ton of them. Oh yeah. my gosh! And I thought that's just crazy. He must be rich. Yeah. No, no, no. He just. I think he's pretty frugal. Yeah. But yeah, he he's just kind of like, oh my gosh, that'd be cool. But yeah. That would be. Yeah. That would be neat. Yeah. But I, you know, I like watching games. I would almost anymore. I, I think I would prefer to do that with minor league parks. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I I It'd be a lot cheaper. I, yeah. <laughs> and I got a better start on that because I used to uh when I was single um I used to uh um go to a mm. I'd just go on vacation and it'd be just me so I'd go hang out at the mm. whatever ballpark was in the town. Um Minneapolis uh <coughs> had a oh, St. Paul Saints. Oh, mm-hmm. unbelievable! The things they I used to go up there, and I would go every night if they were in town. The week I was up in St. Paul, and uh, um, they had some of the funnest things going on in that park. I remember the first night I was there, and about the fourth inning, they had they have a train track that runs right through left field i mean the wall is in front of it but it literally almost comes on the field it's so close and it just runs right through left field and about the fourth inning a train comes down the track and everybody in the park stands up and starts screaming i mean this place is full really it was standing room only tickets in a minor league park because of all this this is one of the funnest experiences i've ever had in a bit anyway the train goes by Mm -hmm. and everybody's screaming i look at the guy next to me i said what what's going on because it was between innings Uh and he says oh there's a there's a thing he says you see the sign out there that uh, the vodka company that Mm -hmm. i I said yeah he goes they have a promotion that if a guy hits a home run on the train Everybody in the ballpark gets a free case of vodka from this country, oh, or from this company. No. <laughs> and so whenever that train would go by, everybody in the place would go berserk, oh, hoping that somebody could up hit a home run up there. Oh, my god! Because gosh. it would be possible to hit it. Well, yeah. It definitely, it was that close to the field. Isn't that something? And see, to me, that shows genius ownership. Yeah. Because you've taken something that could be an enormous negative, mm-hmm. just this old train rumbling through the game right sure. in the middle of it, and they've turned that into a huge positive. Mm-hmm. I mean, people actually get excited to have a distraction go by. Wow. No I think I just think that they really did a lot of really cool stuff. That was just one of them. They had all kinds of stuff like that. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Um, but, yeah, and, and obviously it got people involved in the game, even the – 
It's the only yeah. place I've ever been where a train got a standing ovation. Isn't that crazy? So, yeah, that it is was crazy. Cool. Yeah, it's funny how <clears throat> different things uh, in different areas. Have you? Uh, were, did you ever get a chance to go to the old Bricky Bowl in, in Hobart? No, but I. Uh, oh my! We never gosh. played them. Oh my gosh! I think it's still there. I think they still. I think play it's there. still there. I don't know. The, you mentioned the railroad. They track. got a new school there, yeah. but yeah, and the tra train goes right behind the, the thing there. Yeah, and invariably every football game, there's a train going oh, yeah. through there, and it's just kind of like it is so loud. But uh, that old Bricky Ball, we there's another guy and me went over there. We were playing uh, in the playoffs and Goshen had a good team that year and they beat us. And so Goshen was playing Hobart over there. Right. So we thought, well, we'll go over there and it should be a good game. Yeah. Well, Hobart's management over there went over there and watered the snot out oh, of that yeah, field. Oh, yeah, they do. They watered yeah. the snot out of that field, <laughs> and it turned into a mud ball, which was a huge advantage for Hobart because yeah. that's the way they played football. And, man, it was no – at first quarter, it was over. <laughs> oh, I believe you. It was over. Yeah. I said, this is terrible. You know, and, you know, I, I, I love those kind of games because I, I hate domes. I think football was supposed to be played in the mud and the yeah. blood and the beer and everything yeah. else. You know, just get yeah. dirty. As, I mean, yeah. I remember the old games in the NFL when they got so dirty, you couldn't even see their numbers no. at the end of the game. That's football to me. Yeah. And, and it's just kind of like, oh, my gosh. And that's the way this game was. I mean, it was a mud ball. That game was so tore up. <laughs> the field was so tore up. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Boy, and, and Hobart won. Hobart just smothered them. I mean, well, it was unbelievable. I hope they didn't have the home game the next week because that would have been Oh, dangerous. it would have been terrible, yeah. You uh, tear a field up like that, there's oh, no way you get no it way. ready. No way. And it's dangerous. People yeah. Oh, yeah. break bones you, you on can get stuff hurt. like that. You can get hurt, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, that was pretty wild. But, yeah. I've, I've heard a lot of things about that place. Everybody's been over there. I did a story one time, uh, asked all the coaches. I think I went by sport. It's been, man, 20 years ago at least. <coughs> um, I, I asked them what was, what was, where is the toughest place to win a, a game mm -hmm. and why? And I, you know, so it was amazing the in football, locally, it was Northwood. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you know, everybody yep. said that, you know, it has a lot to do with the fact that they're that good. <laughs> but yeah, ever there, there's a mystique about that place that kind of lingers around their, their, ex or their old head coach who mm. died tragically in a yeah. car accident. Yeah. Jim was so beloved in that community. Oh, yeah. I mean, that everybody was, uh, loved that, that guy. Andrews, right? Jim Andrews yeah. was just yep. – and yep. I uh, – the yeah. first job I had out of college was covering Northwood football on the radio. Oh, yeah. And so I got to know him, and he was <laughs> – Yeah, he was a good guy. Unbelievably gracious to me. I yep. mean, he he – he he knew my dad pretty well, and I think he said, "Yes, eh, a young guy needs somebody to put him under their wing." Yeah, so I'll do go. that. But um, but then he died, and they dedicated the field to him. And yeah. I, there's something different about that place ever yep. since that. That oh yeah, you go in there, and it's like, wow, this is well, their basketball gym's about done. the same way. Yeah, but that's a uh, neat place. Yep, yep. I tell you, it's hard to win over there. 
just hard Man. to win over there. A lot of it has to do with their teams. They're <clears throat> yeah. that good. But yeah. uh, honestly, the there is uh, and that's a. I think aren't they the they're the smallest school in the NLC. I think I'm pretty sure they are. <clears throat> and yeah. it's still I don't know how they do it. I don't know. It's just kind of like, man, they just, you know, they must get everybody in the weight room or something. Boy, they just like, geez. Well, my son was over there. He built their field house. He was mm-hmm. one of the guys on the Michigan contract. He was doing the electrical work okay. or something in there. And he was, he was, and number one, he's impressed with, with the whole facility because they didn't skimp any corners. Mm-hmm. I mean, they built that thing the way it, uh, okay. you know. But the other part of it was, he says, you go in there to work. Mm-hmm. It's always guys in there doing something. Oh, yeah. Sure. There's always somebody in a batting cage hitting. Mm-hmm. He says, every time you're there, you're working all day, somebody's in there. Yeah. Somebody's yeah. in there. So I think that has a lot to do with it. Sure. Is that, sure. you know, and coaches weren't there. Yeah. It was just the kids would come, the out kids yeah. come out and hit or come out and hit tennis balls or whatever <clears> they were doing. <throat> they, they would come out and put the yeah. time in. Yeah. It makes a huge difference. Oh, yeah. I can remember talking to a kid and the, the school will remain anonymous. <laughs> But this it was the middle of summer, and I asked this kid, uh, he was playing football at one of our local schools here, and I said, well, you got a bunch of your buddies in the in the weight room? He says, oh, yeah, there's two or three of us. And I go, it's going to be a long oh, yeah. season. Yeah. And he goes, what do you mean? I said, football games are not one on the field in the fall. They are one in the weight room in the off season. And if you don't have your backside in the weight room, <laughs> guess what? You're going to get your butt kicked. You know, and they did. I mean, they just literally got splattered all over the place, you know. I think that's true in any sport, though. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. that, you know, that that's become such a, an essential part of yep. what you do. And it's the one thing that they push kids to do. I mean, they're, mm. they push kids to do too much, flat, flat yeah. out they do. But in this yep. case, I don't mind when they kind of mm-hmm. push them to – because – that's something they can do forever. They're sure. they're doing something that's mm. good for them. Yeah. That they won't have to stop. Do- it, it, to me, it has more to do with their health and their physical well-being. Oh, sure. Yeah. And the byproduct of that is yeah. they might be a little better football player. Sure. Um, sure. That's why, you know, everybody, well, why do they have a weightlifting class in mm. school? They shouldn't be lifting weights. They should be lifting books. Well, you know, yeah, I get it. Mm-hmm. But those people, they're learning the right way. To do something sure. that will keep them healthy for the rest of their lives. Oh, yeah. yeah they say, uh, I read a thing uh, just the other day. I was, re- uh, where was this? And they said, uh, people that, that work hard as a young person to get in, in the best physical condition they can, that stays with them the rest of their life, even if they don't really push themselves later. Right. Somehow that has something to do with their physical psyche mm-hmm. that it, it just helps them later in life. Where you know if you get if you're if you're if you're lazy and heavy or fat as a young person, you know it's it's going to ruin your health later. But you know if you're if you're working out and right. trying to do a little something, you know right. so. Yeah, so I don't know. I just think it, my kids <clears throat> love going. I mean, they yeah. didn't complain about having to go. They they just like doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I liked doing it when I was younger. Yeah. 
Uh, but, you know, I, I was just going to ask you, is there a percentage of people who, you know, they stay healthier as they get? Because I'm obviously not. I'm in the 1% that doesn't do that, even yeah. though they did when they were younger. I yeah. don't know why. I don't know. I don't know. I think I got lazy as I got I talked older. to one of my customers a while back, about six weeks ago or so, and I, I told him, you know, I, since COVID pneumonia, you know, I lost a lot of strength. Yeah. And so I've been on the bicycle a little bit, and I'm I'm trying to get a little bit of upper body left, but I you know I can't really lift a barbell hardly at all. And I said, well, I need I need some exercises to do with my eight pound dumbbells. And so he showed me two different mm-hmm. things. And so I need to talk to him and see. I've been doing it like about six weeks now, and he gave me uh, with these eight pound dumbbells. He says, okay, he says do do ten reps mm-hmm. and do thirty sets or do thirty total, three different sets of ten on two different exercises so he showed me that well it's it's getting easier now i can tell a little bit of a difference Man. so uh, now i need to ask okay since it's getting easier do i do another set of 10 to make it four sets instead of three or do i add reps oh yeah yeah or do yeah, i yeah. add weight yeah do i go from eight pound to 10 pound i mean i don't know i gotta ask him to find out but you know I learned a lot of this stuff when I was younger, and it's probably all changed since then. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I was yeah. always taught that more weight builds strength and more reps builds bulk. Yeah, I That's what I was always taught. Now, yeah. that's probably 100,000% wrong, mm-hmm. but that's know. what I was always taught. If you're trying to build strength, don't... Uh, don't do a lot of reps with light weight because mm-hmm. that just builds makes your muscles bulky. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't know. What yeah. do I know? I look at me. I haven't lifted a weight in a number of years. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm amazed. My my little grandson. He uh, he he lifts these little one pounders or two pounders like, and then. He takes his shirt off and he and he looks in the mirror and he, he's lifting these weights, doing these little exercises, you know, so he can watch his muscles flex, you know, what he's working on. It's hilarious. <laughs> and I said, Let me see that muscle. And he makes a muscle and I go, Holy yeah. cow. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Do every little kid does that? Oh yeah, I tell you what, it's funny. Every little kid yeah, I've man. ever been around wants to show you his muscles. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I tell you. <laughs> yeah. It's- that's kind of universal. I, I know I, that's kind of strange to me now that I think yeah. about it. Oh, but, it's funny. Um, yep, it's funny. I tell you what. So Crazy. we were talking off the air a little bit. Um, I'm going to tell people if they want to uh, call us, text us, whatever you want to do. We we were talking about the gas price thing and saving money or oh, saving yeah. gas or whatever. Yeah. If yeah. you if you have something you're doing or know about that can help people or that you use <clears throat> to maybe save money or whatever get more mileage or whatever uh, text us or call us and be happy to know those and yep. spread them around a little bit but yep. um and you mentioned tires that i oh, yeah. wouldn't have thought of yeah yeah goodyear tire says 80 percent of the cars on the road are under inflated so that caught co- and it they gave the statistic of how much that costs us in fuel and it's a, it's millions of gallons of fuel, yeah. but people don't check their air. You know, they go, well, I got a little light that tells me, well, yeah. what if the light's broke? Yeah. You know, get out there with the tire gauge and check them. But I always run my, I in my Honda, you know, it says 33 pounds, but I run 38 in mine. Mm-hmm. Well, if you look at the tire, it says 44 pounds max. Yeah. Well, if I was going to take a trip, 
you know, I'd let a little bit of air out. Sure. But, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not going anywhere. So it's just kind of <laughs> like, you know, I run them at 38 pounds and in my Chevy, I run at 40. Okay. But we're not taking that car anywhere. So it's just right. kind of like, you know, but it helps it roll a little bit easier. Sure. So I figure if it gets a little bit, but the other, you check your, check your air filter. You know, if you haven't yeah, changed that yeah, air filter yeah. for a while, you're not getting enough air through there. That's costing fuel. So, you know, but yeah. That wouldn't have occurred to me at all. Yeah. The air filter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, you know, it's kind of like I need to ask, you know, like, you know, I got 80, almost 82,000 on my Honda now. Original uh, fuel filter. Well, I don't know, you know. I yeah. don't know if I should get that changed yeah. or not. It used to be you had to change that every year. Or right. Every other year. Yeah. Well, it's. Good grief, going to be six years old. Yeah. Six years old, yeah. And it's just kind of like original fuel folder. Well, do I change that or not? You know, so I don't know. <laughs> but slow down is another thing. Yeah. You know, it's just kind of like it drives me crazy. You know, people were just run down the road at 70, 75 miles an hour. Right. There's not a vehicle out there. If you run that thing at 62 or 63, is not going to get better gas mileage. Yeah. It's just kind of like, come on. Just, boy. A lot of cars have that, and I don't. I've never driven one that does have that little gauge in your dash that you can turn on that tells you what your fuel mileage is. Oh yeah, my Honda's got that. Yeah, I've yeah. always thought that would be really, really yeah cool to have. Mm-hmm. I I did I mine. I could re you know well a lot of the newer ones you can reset it every time you get gas. Yeah, but I left mine the same like in March. Mm-hmm. I haven't changed it. Well, back in the winter, you know, I was at 22, 23 miles per gallon. Mm-hmm. Well, now I'm up to a little over 29 average mm-hmm. because it's steadily gotten better as the weather warms up. You know, you don't let it sit around and warm up and all this stuff. Right. So you're not wasting all that gas. But um, so it's been interesting to see it go up. Now, yeah. it's probably peaks right now. Sure. It, I doubt it's going to get any better. But... Um, so uh, it'll be be interesting to see when it starts dropping again in the fall, you know, as it cools down, you know. So it's kind of fun to watch that, but you know. But you that's know. interesting how that would affect that. I mean, I get yeah. it because you're not driving through snow or anything like that oh, yeah. either. All that all that slows your yeah. Uh, that robs your you know makes it harder for your car to work. So you know. And I've heard <clears throat> half and half on the on the air conditioning thing. I was always mm-hmm. taught air conditioning drains your gas mileage. Drive with the windows down. Yeah. Well, but then I hear other folks say, yeah, but with your windows down, you got all that extra drag you on got the car. Drag. Yeah, I don't know. So how. it evens out. You yeah. Could, it just depends on what you want to do, simply because it's really not going to make much of a difference. It's going to yeah. even out in the wash. But Yeah. Yeah. I still like driving around with the windows down. See, I do too. Yeah. I like, um, uh, well, I got the sunroof thing. And I yeah. like driving around at night, you know, roll the windows down, pop that sunroof open, and. You get all that ventilation and everything else, and it's just kind of nice. It makes you almost oh, yeah. feel like you're in a convertible. But <laughs> yeah, I always like my sunroof. Yeah, because then I could you. park at the ballpark and sit on top of my car to watch my kids' games. Yeah, there you go. I didn't there have to go in the stands. I yeah, could sit all by myself out there in the middle go. of nowhere. Yeah, but, there you go. Yeah, um, I I always had the windows open was because most of the cars I've driven didn't have air conditioning. Mm-hmm. But uh, the one time I almost have to have it though shows how much of a, a wuss i have become when you're on a trip like you're going 100 150 miles i i 
I got to turn the AC on. Oh, man. yeah. The, oh, especially if the yeah. sun's shining. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like driving an oven. Well, it's like the, <laughs> like, like the next three days, it's going to be AC to the max. Oh, my word. Yeah, they're talking, what, tomorrow, 97 or something 97 like that? and a heat index up around 110. Well, it's, it's going to get me ready for next week. <laughs> Because we leave Sunday, so it's going to oh, like, oh, yeah, you're going south. Yeah, we're going south, yeah, yeah. So we're leaving Sunday afternoon, so no Father's Day celebration for this old part. <laughs> yeah, so, so, yeah, we leave 2 o'clock Sunday afternoon, so it's going to like, oh, my gosh. Shoot. So you got everything ready? Just about. We uh, we got we got most of our bags packed and everything else with what we're going to take, and so, yeah, so, yeah, we're taking some clothes, or we're taking some... Uh, some aspirin and ibuprofen and Tylenol. We're taking a bunch of vitamins and uh, we're going to take some cash down with us. And we're going to we're going to do something different this year. We're going to do a grocery ministry. Oh, cool! So we're going to go out in the villages and we're going to buy people a, a bag of groceries. And yeah. you know, you spend twenty twenty five dollars, you can feed a family down there for a week. You know, so it's you know, like yeah, okay, we'll do that. So. That's not that's a good idea. This will be the first time we were doing that. So yeah, it's kind of neat. So yeah. Have you so, ever heard of anybody else doing that? Some friends of mine in Virginia did that. Okay, we kind of we kind of uh, learn off each other. Um, sure. I went down with them a few times, uh, and uh, the one time they did a, they did a shoe thing, a oh, shoe okay. ministry yeah. where they took a bunch of shoes down there, and uh, they wiped people's down people feet down with um, like uh, baby wipes and stuff sure. like that, and then they would they would have uh, runners going back and forth, and we'd try to find shoes that would fit people. And so we did that, but that's a little labor intensive. Yeah. But then uh, the clothes thing is different. You know, you just kind of hold right. something up to yeah. somebody. Okay, that looks like that's going to fit. You know, sure. And away you go. But it's hard to believe that people will wait two hours in a line to get two or three pieces of clothing. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. I mean, that's just. Well, like, that'd be all they have until the oh, next yeah, time you guys come back. Until the next time we go. Yeah. So, yeah. But we got, oh, I don't know. We got probably. Oh, I don't know. We probably got like 150 little dresses mm -hmm. that were taken. And so, um, yeah, that's pretty cool. And then we had some kids, uh, little kids shorts that were taken down. And so yeah. I got like 50 pairs of little kids shorts. <clears throat> yeah, so that'll be pretty neat. So, yeah, yeah. You put those in suitcases, right? Uh, or, yeah. No, um, yeah, suitcases yeah. or big, big duffel bags yeah. and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, this year... Uh, we're not going to take any duffel bags with us because we're going to, whatever suitcases we take, we're most of them, I think we're only going to bring like one or two back. And so we're going to leave the rest of them down there. It's, I, I don't know what they do with them. I don't want to know. <laughs> so we just, we take suitcases down. We just leave them. <laughs> so, okay. Now you have piqued my interest. I am going to have to, uh, uh, figure out a backstory as to what happens to those suitcases yeah, after what, you what leave do you, them. What do you do with a suitcase in El Salvador? Where do they go? <laughs> what happens to them? Is there a black market for a suitcase? Yeah. Yeah, you're walking down walking uh, down to, to Market Street. Hey, hey, buddy. Suitcases? Got a suitcase? Got a suitcase. Yeah. Yeah, you pull up in your trench coat. Yeah, yeah and you got, you, got, you got six suitcases under your <laughs> under your arm. There, it's yeah. kind of like the guy that you know used to have like twenty five watches. Yeah, the watches. <laughs> yeah. Hey, need a watch? Yeah, you need a watch. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Is by you know, that was a joke back in the 
whatever days. By the time I finally visited New York the first time, they oh. weren't hiding them in their coats. They just laying them right on a blanket oh, yeah. in front of everybody. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Where'd you get these? Well, yeah. you know, there was a truck. Yeah. <laughs> we hit a bump, and it just kind of fell out the back of it. My my wife and me, when we go to Arkansas, we joke uh, that we had we had stopped. It was it was getting pretty late at night, and we stopped in Cairo, Illinois. Now, Cairo, Illinois, there ain't a whole lot there. It's right down there on the river. I think <clears throat> I've been through there. Oh yeah, it's 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 just like oh yeah. my gosh, you know this is like no man's land. Yeah, and uh, you know it's in that river bottom near mississippi river sure bottom and it smells all the time it's just kind of like and we're down there late at night we got to stop for gas yeah so we we we're, we drive around a little bit you know and and some guy in a van kind of beeps at us you want to buy some jewelry you want to buy some necklaces and we go uh no i don't think so so we go over to the gas station we get our gas and we get the heck out of there yeah so we joke all the time when we go that way. He said, you suppose we should stop in Cairo, Illinois, and see if we can buy some jewelry? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I, I wonder if those guys are still there. <laughs> I'm sure they probably are. Oh, I bet they are. <laughs> Dwayne, how are you, man? Hey, good. I got your solution. Okay. Uh, go back Amish. I horse, saw- will go- horse will do 500 miles on a bushel of oats. <laughs> A bushel? <laughs> I yeah. I saw that the other day on the internet. Somebody put down, you're always making fun of the Amish. Well, they're clackety-clacking right past the gas station. Yep. <laughs> yep. I saw that. Well, maybe I ought to try that. Well, maybe. I don't know. You know well, let's face it, our imbecile of a president yep. has... Uh, Killed a supply. What is a what? How many miles to the gal or how many miles an hour does a horse trot? <laughs> you know, if you're pulling a buggy, is that about five miles an hour or so? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it's, yeah. it's faster than that. It's <clears throat> got to be like twenty-five or thirty. Oh, I bet it's not that no, fast. It's, it's no, it like can't be that fast. Fifteen. Fifteen? Okay. I don't know. Fifteen or twenty miles. Okay. Uh, Hour. How many miles per hour does a horse trot pulling a buggy? We'll have an answer moment. Here's what I found. Okay. Well, I'm trying to find out from Siri. Oh, I got to put my glasses on to read it. <laughs> Good Lord. This old age sucks. This old age just flat sucks. You know? Uh, Okay, oh, how fast? Go. I got a cherry pie to get back. Well, well we, want, we don't want to keep you from that. Okay, um, in England it's called what? Oh, you got you didn't the get the horse right thing. would generally proceed at a walk or a trot, so the speed would not be too high. About eight to ten miles an hour at most, I should imagine. I don't know. Let's see. How long does it take to travel three hundred miles on a horse? Oh my gosh. <laughs> There's going to be math involved oh, there. Oh, brother! Yeah, I tell you what. Oh, yeah, I'm no. gonna I'm gonna be real good at this. <laughs> yeah, oh, boy. Well, I don't well, you know. You guys have a gassy day. You too, man. Mm. All right, see ya. Bye. Yeah, that's actually 
I wonder where you could buy a horse these days. Uh, I don't know. My neighbor, uh, my my neighbor is an Amish dude. They're on Eleventh Road. Yeah, and uh, he has some beautiful horses out there. Really? You know, it's I I get a kick out of watching some of the Amish. Some of their horses look like boy, they're just like whoa. Yeah, they look nasty. Yeah, but my neighbor guy there on Eleventh Road, just east of Michigan, there or Thirty One. Yeah, he's got some nice looking horses, and uh, so I I don't know what he does, you know, that that makes him so nice. Sure, I mean he must be feeding him pretty well, but um, it's so funny. He has he must have a couple sons that live there, and they're driving these big old honking trucks <laughs> pickup trucks, and there's a couple buggies sitting there. There's a pontoon boat sitting there. <laughs> Like okay, how do they? Does the kids that, pull that around? Or what? That's interesting to me. Oh. I don't know the ins and outs of all that. It's stuff. just kind of like when when I was working at Holiday Rambler, just a young young guy in my early twenties, and you drive over there around Napanee, Wakarusa, or something like that, going to work, and you'd see a GTO out behind the barn, or Camaro, or whatever oh yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, and that belonged to the kid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh my gosh! I've never. I don't know. I've I've never. I don't know any Amish folks. Yeah. Um. And I've never really been around that culture a lot to know mm-hmm. a lot about it. I had a friend who uh, worked for an Amish farmer during the summertime one time when, wow. in college, mm-hmm. um, and they he gave them a little there was like a little uh, uh cottage that they had for the summer help they would hire somebody to come in and they'd wow. put them up there and mm-hmm. um they would work and i you know they told a lot of stories about mm-hmm. you know the way uh the way the customs go and all that stuff but mm-hmm. i uh, i've never really uh yeah studied it that much i yeah. don't i don't know much about it yeah um, well i think one of the best kept secrets uh, around Marshall County is, 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 and I can't believe how many people have never been there. Is that, is that little Wren Town over oh. there? My I gosh, knew you were going to mention that. I'm one of those people who's never been there. You got to go. I oh. have. I have benefited greatly from it being there with people bringing me cheese well, and things I, like that. And you you brought pies you, uh, in. Did I bring you. Yeah, I brought. I brought some fried pies. Yeah, in. yeah. yeah. Oh, I tell you what. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. That. I mean, that is just that's a just neat little place. I everybody. I've place. got friends that live there. I mean, they're there every week because they got great deals on chicken and stuff like oh, that. Oh yeah, and they, you can get like a big box yeah. of chicken breasts when they have. I think they had. Uh, I think they had a sale just this last week. I think it was like you could get like a forty pound box of chicken breasts, yeah. and these things are oh, huge. Yeah, yeah, they're like chicken yeah. breasts on steroids. Yeah, but I mean, my goodness. So my wife, we did it one time, and we haven't had a chance to do it yet, but uh, my wife would take a knife and split them and then freeze them, and holy cow. And then, uh, oh, we were over there a couple months ago, and uh, they had some, like, big chicken patties, mm-hmm. or no, fish patties. Mm-hmm. And so we bought some of those, and they were good. Yeah. I'll tell you what. It's just kind of like, but they usually have, um, their ham salad's pretty good, and then they have some chicken salad that's pretty good. Ooh. And, I like ham uh, salad. Oh a lot. yeah, they have some good ham salad. Man, it's just kind of like, whoa, baby, this is. Yeah. You don't see that a lot no. anymore. No, no. I wonder why. I don't know what the deal is. It's there. really good. Yep. My yeah. mom used to make it from scratch. She oh, had yeah. the she had the the grind crank grinder thing yeah. and everything else. And that's an easy thing to do because yeah. you know you just grind up some bologna and mix yeah. up some relish in it and. 
You know, and it's really a couple other little thingies, and yeah, away you go. It's yeah. good. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've always liked ham yeah. salad. You know, another thing I like that I don't know that anybody else, I've never heard of anybody else eating it, is that uh, deviled ham, that Underwood deviled ham you get oh, in a yeah. little can. Little I can. love that stuff. And they had that little sausages, too. Yes, yeah, the little uh, Vienna sausages. You can sausages. still get those. You can yeah. still get those. Yeah. I, the yeah. last, I think I ha- it's been years since I bought one of those little tins of... Uh, deviled ham but those are really good yeah yep you don't get a lot in the can but it's enough for oh yeah it's a few sandwiches yeah. yeah 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 this is this is rusty and doug on the food channel here <laughs> <laughs> yeah. tell us about canned meat we'll yeah. review it for you uh, you know i know some people that can meat you know they'll they'll like oh, cook a, up some meat yeah and they'll put it like in, uh, in like, mason jars like, put it in mason jars and it'll it'll last forever and I'd never heard of that until back never a few years ago. And you can do that. And I don't know how you do it. I'm, I mean, I don't want to know. That looks too, like too much work for me. But it's kind of like, doggone. Yeah, but they would take beef and cook it up or whatever and, and really? stick it in them. You know, I don't know. I don't know how you do it. But, yeah, they would just can it and seal it up like you would green beans or, you know, whatever. I'm going to have to find out how to do You know, there are so many things that I want to find out how to do that I will never have time to actually oh, probably. do. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's one of them. Yep. Yep. It's just kind of like, I want to know how you do brain surgery. Or <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, and that's that's why we live in a, you know, everybody talks about, oh, things are better in the past. Yeah, I don't know that I agree with that because we have mm-hmm. all the information in the world at our fingertips. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anything we want to learn, all we got to do is just go learn it. Yep. I mean, it. There's a lot of really good things about the internet. And then you get the rest yep. of it. Yep. <laughs> so. Yep. That's for sure. Well, it's kind of like the other day. I was asking Siri about something, and I said, "I said, I had a question. I can't even remember what it was. Now it didn't. It didn't read. Really, it's nothing. But Siri goes. Kind of goes. I have no answer for that." <laughs> And I can't remember what the question was, but I laughed. I said, well, Siri doesn't know everything. <laughs> I said, I had to take that back because I figured Siri knows it all, you know. Well, I guess not. <laughs> Do you ever wonder if your Google Assistant or Siri or whatever is lying to you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I like it. Why? Yeah. It's like there's some there's some network of these little personal assistant things from what hey watch what i tell him here watch how he reacts oh yeah uh yeah uh napoleon was the first king of america yeah well napoleon was a king siri told me that yeah it's gotta be real <laughs> yeah listen yeah. to this guy he's taking it well i like it when you, you ask siri tell me a joke <laughs> yeah <laughs> and here's some of the corniest jokes oh. you've heard and then you ask siri you say am i handsome <laughs> and she says, "I don't have an answer for that." Yeah, <laughs> I w- those are questions I don't even oh, want to know the answer gosh. to. <laughs> I, uh, oh, Siri, am I hot? <laughs> <laughs> Your temperature appears to be normal for yeah. a human being. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> am I ab- I'm, am I abnormal? <laughs> I don't oh, have an funny. answer for that. Oh, my gosh. It's so funny. You know, it uh, kind of reminds me of those old magic eight ball things. That you, oh, yeah. You know, asking, you know, Siri, what, am I going to grow to be six feet tall? Better not tell you now. That yeah. kind of, oh, yeah. I get that 
that eight ball thing going yep. on. Oh, yeah. It's, it's about funny. the same as Siri. It's funny. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Uh, why don't we give something away? Hey, sounds like a plan. I got a lottery ticket here. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, you got 25 chances to win on the ticket. Scorching sevens. Pretty fitting for oh, the call. weather today. Uh, you can win up to $277,000 Holy on this scratch-off, and we're looking for caller number three. Caller three, 574-936-4096. <laughs> Remember, lottery tickets, if you or one of your family has won in the last six months, give somebody else a shot because these are very <clears throat> popular items. So caller three, 574-936-4096. Nine six. Progressive presents Forced Metaphors about bundling your home auto and other vehicles. In hockey, it's the goalie's job to protect the net. And in life, your net is your home and auto, but also your boat, motorcycle, RV, or ATV. And your goalie is the round-the-clock protection offered by Progressive Insurance. Well, it's also the savings you get when you bundle. So in this metaphor, you have two goalies, which is okay because, you know, it's just a metaphor. Forced Metaphors, presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. The Labor Day weekend concerts you asked for. B100 and Plymouth Motor Speedway. Welcome, Chris Jansen. September 4th at Plymouth Motor Speedway. Doors open at 3 p.m. Chris Jansen, live in concert. Special guest, Parmalee. Take my days, baby, take my nights. Go and take the rest of Also appearing, Shane Prophet, Levi Riggs, and more. Tickets go and sell June 10th at 10 a.m. at the box office and at PlymouthMotorSpeedway.com. General admission and reserved seating available. Chris Jansen in concert. Turn those horses loose and get your tickets now. Produced by Plymouth Motor Speedway. Are you looking for a new hauler for trash removal? Call Apex Waste. Large or small, we'll take your call. When you choose Apex Waste, there's no long-term contracts, no hidden fees, and no taxes. What we say is what you pay. Apex Waste is a local, family-owned company that is dedicated to reliable, friendly service. Call Apex Waste at 574-896-APEX. That's 574-896-2739. Or visit us online at apexwaste.net.
The phone lines are open now. Call 574-936-4096 or text 574-307-6647. Let's get back to what's your opinion on WTCA in Plymouth. Here's Kathy and Rusty. It is Monday. Uncle Doug with me today as Kathy is off at the county council. Big doings, I'm sure. Oh, okay, Jim brought those in for me. I'm sorry, I'm just kind of floating around here. All right, we were still trying to figure out how fast does a horse with a... Uh, okay, let's see what how it says. How fast does a horse trot? Okay. It doesn't give me any information. Google, you're not... You're not helping. You're not helping me yeah. at all. It's giving me all... Okay, here's one. It's telling me how how fast and how far can a medieval king travel <laughs> on his horse. Is that on a horse or in a cart? That's on his horse. This is a... The... We know from medieval records that... Kings, either with their entourage or without it, managed a whole range of different distances in a day's travel on really? horseback. Really? Well, it's hard to understand how that would even be possible. The first, <laughs> with an entourage. Managed to travel an average of 19 miles I love these things. It's this guy walking through a field, gesturing, talking oh, to you. I, I, love, I love the way they set What do you say, 19 miles? Yeah. yeah. Well, it depended. Two hours of rest stops and meals doesn't give him that long to travel that distance. Two hours of rest how stops. Fast he was going. Let's do some experiments and find out. Oh, he's going to do some experiments. Oh, and then we have the nice theme music. Isn't that great? <laughs> and then he, he's sitting on a horseback with a sword. I love these things. Oh my gosh. Oh, here's another one. Okay, I'm I'm flipping. I found something. This is how you get caught in YouTube, folks. Oh yeah. This is oh, how yeah. you get it done. This mm. Hi there, I'm Josh Clark and this is Brain Stuff. And this is the Brain Stuff where I explain to you why we don't ride zebras. <laughs> Maybe you've seen somebody ride a zebra before, or you know, there's videos on the YouTubes. And no, uh, I've never uh, seen anybody ride a zebra. Sheena, Queen of the Jungle, and all of it made you think, well, why don't Sheena, we? Sheena, Queen zebras? of the Jungle, rides a zebra. Thing. First, really? Sheena, Queen of the Jungle, actually had a painted horse, not a real zebra. And secondly, while it is possible to see a zebra once in a while to let you ride it. You can't actually domesticate the zebra species as a whole. Oh, well, now we know that. You walked away from this show with more knowledge than you came in with it. We know that zebras can't be ridden and domesticated. Okay, so. I just Google it. All right. Now it says average speed for a trot is 8 miles an hour. Okay. So that's average. Contrary to what you see in the movies, people travel on horseback at a trot and not faster gait because horses have a hard time maintaining a faster speed over long distances. The lope is a three-beat gait that is faster than a trot and slower than a gallop. Well, that means how far can a horse trot in an hour? A horse can cover over to two to two and a half miles in a gallop before it starts to fatigue. Okay. But on a trot, a healthy horse can cover 20 to 30 miles in a day. So that 
kind of show, you know, because it used to be, you know, they they tried to make your towns no more than like 10 miles apart. Right. Yeah. Because it would take you a couple hours to get there. Sure. Do your business a couple hours to get home and you shoot a whole day just this right there. Could you imagine <clears throat> that? I don't want to what imagine that. To, you, needed to, you needed to go to, say, Argus to pick up something. Yeah, yeah. And it'd take you... Take you all day. Take you all day to get there and get back. Yeah. How how did how did people live in the old days? How did you get anything else done? I know. <laughs> I was thinking about that yesterday, oh, though, man. as you know, because uh, I I've been trying to cut down on my trips to the store. Oh yeah, grocery store, Dollar oh, yeah. General, wherever I'm going, yep. and so. And I began to realize that in the old days like that, if you mm-hmm. if the store was, say, you're in Argus and wanting to come to the store in Plymouth, yeah. you're going to write down everything you're going to need for a long oh. time because you're only making this trip One once. Try. Yep. And you're not going back every five minutes like we do now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I tell you what. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully it's changing the way people, people shop and, and drive, yeah. but, you know. I want to get a bumper sticker made up. I'm, I'm looking for somebody to make me a bumper sticker. Yeah, and I would, I want to make a huge one. I want to put the mother of all bumper stickers on the back of my car. It's going to say, slow down, exclamation mark. Save fuel, exclamation mark. <laughs> and just plaster that baby on the back of my car. You know, it's just kind of like, because I used to drive, you know, I'm an old fart anyway. Yeah. So I was driving before. Right. You know, I was driving 62, 63 miles an hour. Yeah. Well, now I'm about 59 miles an hour. Right. I said, you know what? I don't care if the yeah. whole world passes me. I really don't care. How much difference does three miles an hour make anyway? I don't know. I, mean, I really don't know. But yeah. I mean, I'm sure in the long I imagine it's a run. Little, in the long run, it's probably a little bit. But, you know, pfft, yeah. In the short run. I had somebody explain that to make me look at that a little different in the. Uh, so far as stoplights, too. You know how you get stopped and then you sit there and swear for oh, yeah. however long the stoplight's on because yep. it's slowing you down? Yeah. He said, you know, you really, when you time this, oh, yeah. you're probably sitting there 15, 20 seconds. There was, I saw back, this has been back some years ago. They did this test thing, tried to get the maximum fuel economy out of your vehicle. And this is before, you know, some of these cars now. Where you pull up the stoplight, they turn stop. off. They don't yep. have to turn off. Well, these people, they would go up there, uh, throw the car in park real quick. You know, if they knew the, the light was going to be a while, just shut their car off, and then start it again as the light changed, and put the thing in car and go. Yeah. And it was unbelievable the difference. Really? Well, now you know the the thing automatically does that. Right. But I don't know what the difference is now. That kind of drives me nuts. I don't like it at all, but you know, but if it saves you a bunch of fuel, hey, you know, maybe I don't know. I my <laughs> son had a car like that, mm-hmm. um, and it was weird, but it wasn't. I I didn't mind it, but I was always taught that starting a car used more gasoline than just letting it run. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I bet that's because they don't have carburetors anymore. Now a lot of times I'll come up to a stoplight, and if I know I'm going to be there for a little bit, I'll just yeah. put it neutral. Yeah, and then as the light changes, I'll put it back down and drive, right. and it it runs. I I look at my tack and I can see that it runs just a little bit less RPM. Right, putting it in neutral. So I figure, well, maybe it's going to save me a quarter, fifty cents, or something like that. You know, I don't know. 
I don't know. Well, now, do you use any of the, the gas apps, you know, where you get money back? There, there are apps that you, you yeah, check in and I you... I, I, I'm using one. Yeah, I, I got one uh, that gives me like a nickel, six cents sometimes, yeah. you know. But, yeah, I use that, but, you know. I'm trying to see which one I've got. I got the one that was advertised here on our station on the news get upside is the name of okay it. i use i got gas buddy <clears throat> oh yeah that I was got, that's on gas. our news too all the yeah time. i got gas buddy yeah and i could that kind of you know gives you an idea where the right. best deal is but you know um upside <laughs> will tell you there it's an off the the sign deal okay mm-hmm. so like the only one here well there are two in town the bp over here okay was i don't know if they are anymore since they changed management um and then Speedway, really. The, and what what you do is you you check in, and say, hey, where are the offers mm-hmm. around me? Yeah. And like the other day, Speedway had an eight cent off offer, so you could really? go in if the sign read, I forget what it was, <laughs> two two thirty eight. Mm-hmm. Well, that's been years ago, I guess at this yeah, point. But yeah. two thirty would would have been what you paid, and then you got the three cents off to begin with if you got one of their cards. Wow, yeah. You're saving saving twelve on that. But it's not instant. Yeah. Okay. You have yeah. to put it in, and then they recredit yeah, your account. Yeah, okay. And yeah. I'm not making money hand over fist at all. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I'm getting 2 or $3 yeah. a, a fill-up back. Well, a friend of mine does that all the time, and he gets points yeah. on his credit card. And then he um, he gets a discount on top of that. Right. And so I forget. he you know, And there, I know it's like. Every six months or once a year or something like that, he gets a big, you know. Yeah. I don't know if he actually gets a check or, or what, but, you know, and, and it's kind of like, holy schmoly. Yeah. With this one, you got to accept the offer and then get there within because the offer changes yeah. during the day. I don't know why. Yeah. I've done that before. I said, well, where can I get it? Well, I've got time to do it now. I'll do it later, and then I'll check the offer again, and it's less yeah. or more or whatever. Yeah. But you accept it, and you go in there, and and what they'll do is they credit your account, and then you can download, you can transfer it into mm-hmm. wherever you want. Yeah, uh, I've been doing it for about three or four months now, and I've mm-hmm. I've, got, I've made about thirty. Bucks. I'm amazed though how many people just don't they, they don't think about it. It's just kind of like you know they complain, <sighs> you know the price of gas goes up a quarter or something like that, and you know most of us, the gas tanks on most of these vehicles anymore. Are, 15 gallons right yeah that's about right well if you if you fill up at a half a tank or just under a half a tank or you're maybe talking eight gallons 10 gallons or something like that so you're talking maybe two bucks yeah and people just whine about two dollars it's kind of like you know really if two dollars is going to make that much difference in your life you got some real issues yeah yeah i just the whole thing is just uh, (laughs) funny yeah, it's funny. You know, and everybody's got the answer to it. And I, oh, you know, yeah. the answer to it is you you love capitalism, so yep. it's what you will oh, pay. You and they will yeah. charge you what you yeah. will pay. Yep. I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna be like Venezuela where they're eating rats and the grocery store <laughs> shelves are empty and it's gonna like yeah, okay. But that's the that's what you get. You get yep. what you know, if if you <clears throat> If you like the other part, it's like me. I'm a pacifist. But if we ever went to war and I got drafted, I, I wouldn't carry a gun, but I'd go because mm-hmm. I like, yeah, I like all the other things that go on in this country. You but it. and we, one thing we've said is, we're going to do what the majority says is the right thing to do. And whether I agree with it or not, I still have agreed to live by those rules. Sure. So 
Yep. I got to live by the rules. Yep. Um, I don't know. Well, I've been I've been a firm believer for like about the last fifteen or twenty years that you know if they have a war, what they need to do is just dra- draft us grouchy old guys and leave <laughs> the kids here because half of us are cranked up anyway and we're hurting all the time and, and, and we don't care. So we'll just go over there and just blow the snot out of everything and end the war in about two weeks. <laughs> what would uh, uh, what what would they call us? We'd be a five minute army. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'd either win or get killed. Yeah. In five minutes, it would be over. And it wouldn't be a great loss either way. You know, it's, like, you know, it's just, <clears throat> I don't know. You know how much money Medicare would save? <laughs> just get rid, of us, get rid of us all guys. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shoot. I'm okay with that. Oh, yeah. Hey, you know. Some of those sea rations are better than what I cook. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I would love to try. Have you seen the advertisements on YouTube? Well, not on YouTube, but the internet and and some on TV. Oh, the, those yeah. Patriot meals. Yes, and if you can buy this uh, this whole. It's like thirty days worth of food in this tub. Yeah, and I haven't talked to anybody that's tried any of that. But you know, it, it kind of reminds me of the MREs that you yep. get the service. Yep, and I've tried a couple of those and. You know, the service guys say those are horrible, but I've yeah. tried a couple of them, and they I didn't think they were half bad. So I don't know. It's kind of like, eh, I don't know. I would imagine that they're better if you don't eat them every meal every day. Probably, yeah. Yeah, I think that probably and and the other part to remember is they if they're eating those, they're probably getting shot at at some yep. point during the day. Yep. So. <laughs> I think that would make my food taste a little bit less. But it's a whole pleasant. lot better than what they had. 50, 60 oh, years yeah. ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever seen them? You know, they talk about hardtack. I've never seen any of that. I have seen it. I don't know how people. <clears throat> make it. Yeah. Oh, some of that uh, stuff it's... they had. Oh, some like some of that stuff. They had a lot of that in the Civil War and all yeah. that. I don't know how yeah. in the world, which I think that was kind of like a, a hard cracker kind of a yeah. thing. Yeah. It's it was like, like bread, but it was like, ooh. yeah, it. it yeah, the and this guy was cooking with it. He's like, "This is the most horrible substance I've you ever know, tried." To as deal bad with. as I despise tofu, yeah, I might even rather go with tofu. Yeah, you, can, you can flavor tofu. Yeah, yeah. I just, I had it once, and I think I can survive the rest of my life without that. But you know, maybe if I had it right, I mean, I don't know. But, oh, here's yeah. somebody says you can get Casey's on upside. But you have to download your receipt. Yeah, you do have two options. Oh, okay. You okay. can either accept the offer, uh-huh. or you can take a picture of your receipt and send it that way. Oh, okay. And okay. Uh, the one thing you have to do, some people will probably be leery of it. I wasn't. I don't know why. Probably because I saw dollar signs in oh. front of my my face. Mm. Um, you do have to give them a credit card number that. Mm-hmm. They can what the I don't know what they do. I think they go back and check the records and see that you did buy that gas mm-hmm. and the amount electronically, and then they yeah. can they can do it. But they I you you can use the uh, the actual well yeah receipt. it's like uh, Family Express you can pipe in you get set up your account you can put your phone number yeah. in there or whatever yeah and then you, you you have to stick in your credit card every time or your debit or whatever right. like that you know and and then you get the five or six cents yep. off or whatever it is. You know? Yeah. I think it's a minimum of like three, but yeah. You know. <clears throat> gotta get one of those cards. I don't think I have one. I don't go there very often, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I I just I don't know. You said something about BP 
Um, did they? Uh, did that used to be part of Bellman's Oil? Yeah, and okay, I don't know the. Exa- I I'm kind of loath to say. I heard from a source that is reliable, Fred yeah. Webster. Yeah, that uh, that. That is not a change of ownership, but a change of management. They, it's like they're uh, they've leased it, oh, the store okay. itself. So, but wonder, Bellman is still bringing the gas and all that stuff. Okay. But they're leasing the. Well, store. I wonder if they Bellman's did that with all their stations. Or I have this no one? idea. I, you know, I don't know. I I haven't had a chance to get in there to find out. And that could be totally wrong. <laughs> yeah, I don't what know what I just said, but that's that's what that's what uh, I was told. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And Fred isn't normally that wrong yeah. all the time. Yeah, I mean he's like a he's like some kind of a, a legend or a myth. You know, there's some partial truth to everything. Yeah, I like the myth part. There's there's, yeah. a, there's a, a, a sliver of truth in yeah. everything. You know, yeah. we love you, Fred. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh, but yeah, my. that's uh, that's what I was told, and I have no reason to doubt it. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's wild. Well, it is. It is interesting. Did you see? Um, you know, they had um, they uh, a couple of years ago. They tore up thirty between like Etna Green and Warsaw, and they went in and tore out big chunks of the road and kind of filled it in how they do. And then usually that means like the year after they're going to grind they're gonna the thing grind, down yeah, and repave. Yeah. Well, they didn't get it repaved last year, but they're doing it this year. Well, they they had it blocked off between Etna Green and Warsaw, and I'm not sure where it stops in Warsaw, if it's like at 15 or where. But um, then they decided they were going to repave all the way from Plymouth to Etna Green. And so now that whole stretch between Plymouth uh-huh. and Warsaw is, well, I haven't been over there, so I don't know if the whole thing is like one lane, uh, the whole length. Um and they're repaving the whole road, which I mean, I saw the other day. They were look like they were putting down some asphalt about two two inches thick. Wow. And I go, wow, this will be like, whoa, this will be nice when they get it yeah. all done. But you know, but yeah, wow. But I would love to see some. Uh, a friend of mine used to work in that industry, and he says some of these states they have a paving machine that does both lanes at once. What? And it's that wide, and they can do both lanes at once. And what that does is it gets rid of that center crack. Yeah. Well, that causes a lot of problems. You know, you yeah. No matter how they smooth. Well, you that notice down, it always cracks there always first, cracks, and that causes you know when you get water in there and it yeah. freezes and it busts that up. You know, that's always where it busts up first. And they put that they that thing so wide it does away with that center crack. And I thought, boy, it'd be nice if they could do. Five or ten miles at a time. Oh, yeah. Block off one side, push everybody on the other side, and just run that whole shoot. And then they come repave Back that, line it up, yeah. have another crossover down the road or something like that, and do another five or ten miles, cross over again, you know, and just kind of like keep going. You know, right. it's kind of like, whoa, yeah, you could do a lot of stuff. That would make a huge difference. But in I time. can't imagine how many asphalt trucks you'd need going in oh, there man. if you were dumping that much two lanes at a time. It's just kind of like, whoa, man. Yeah, I wonder if your the speed you could do it at would be about the same since you couldn't bring trucks in any faster. Probably, yeah, about the same. Yeah, I'm thinking. Be mo- oh, yeah. be more efficient. Yeah, but, I don't know, but yeah. But you're right. That would solve that middle. Yeah, I'd get crack rid of that middle problem. crack thing. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But yeah, that's going to be so nice when they get that done. But you know, shoot, it's probably going to be all summer. Yeah, it's just kind of oh, like. Yeah. So that's old thirty. 
No, four lane thirty. Four lane thirty. Yeah, four lane oh, okay, because yeah, I know old 30, thirty out here is closed. Well, it's open now. It is open. They, they opened okay. the other day. Yeah, they opened the other day. Cool. Thank God. Oh, oh my no gosh. Because you had to go eleventh road and cost thirty one. You know, like for where I live, or you had to take ten B, which a third of that is gravel, and I refuse to go down that road. Yeah. You know, I don't want to go to the car wash every other day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I don't want to do that. So it's kind of like, so I've been bringing 11th Road in. It's just kind of like, oh, my gosh. And there is so much traffic on 31 now. With you know, I think people are taking the vacations now just because they're not sure what the future is going to bring. And so we better take our yeah. vacation now yeah. because, you know, who knows, you know. But, yeah, it's, 31 and 30 are so busy. But, man, a lot of traffic. I haven't even tried to get on 30. Oh, my word, yeah. In it's months. It's kind of like, yeah I, yeah. I avoid it. 30, I haven't been on that much, but 31, I cross all the time. It's just yeah. kind of like, holy shimoli. Yeah. Just crazy. 30 is just, mm. for a couple of years now, has been. Mm. Yeah. Um. When that when old thirty was closed there, I'm glad I never had. I didn't have to go east during that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you couldn't. It's like the old saying: you can't get there from here. Oh yeah, yep, yep. I hear you. Uh, yeah. Oh, I tell you. Yeah. Well, at least they're fixing them. Yep. I told one of my customers one time he was. This is before. Oh geez. This is before the bypass around Kokomo. He wanted to know how to get to Indianapolis. And a friend of mine that used to live in Indy told me, he says, well, go down through Logansport and hit 29 out of Logansport and just okay. go south and it runs you right into 421, you yeah. know, on the kind of like west of 31 a little ways. And then you can hit 465 and just hit 65 and take you right downtown. Right. So I went that way and it saved you three, four miles. Really? And it was a lot quicker because you didn't have to go through Kokomo. You had to go through some small towns and stuff like right. that. So this guy, he he's at the shop and he says, how do you get to Indianapolis? So I, to- I told him. So he come back in later, and he says, boy, you know, that worked really well. He says, I got to go to Muncie now. How do you get there? And I said, you can't do that. Oh, no, <laughs> you can't. You can't get to Muncie from here. <laughs> I've made that trip a lot oh, of times. Oh, my gosh. He was laughing. <laughs> my dad swears he knows the fastest way to get there. He went to school at Ball State. So oh, he, uh-huh. he knows, and I, I can't. I can't figure out which one it was because there are several ways you can. It, it's just like, but they're all. Yeah, the none same. of them are good. Yeah, <laughs> none of them are good. Well, it's like Goshen. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There is There's no, no good way, way to get yeah. to Goshen. There's no good way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I always go Napanee to North of Napanee yeah. to almost the Wakarusa to 119 and go in that way. That's yeah for, for me. That's you know. I used to I used to take what I called the Amish superhighway. Oh yeah, yeah, right yeah, down the Plymouth yep. Goshen Trail. Yep, yep. Uh, I used to take that all yep, the time. The Amish highway. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Oh, I tell you, you get in there and you pull off on the one. I used to work up there, and mm. so it was like, and I had to be there. Like oh yeah, five yeah. in the morning. So I was getting up at three yep. thirty, yep. four o'clock. Oh, yeah. I worked in Wakarusa for oh year or a little better and, and uh yeah, so when I spent a lot of time on the Amish Highway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I never gosh. figured out whether there was another faster mm. way. That just seemed the easiest way to get oh, there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and there were a couple other ways that when we went. Um Oh, I can't remember. That little road that goes like just north of Bre- oh just oh just right there by Wyatt. 
you can take that little road over to Walkerusa too. I forget what the name of that is. But yeah, I'd, we'd go that way sometimes too. But yeah. I know, I know what you're talking about. I can't remember the name of it yeah, either. Yeah, I can't remember either. It comes out pretty close to where like the Wyatt Fire Department is or yeah. something like that. Just I know exactly where you're talking bit. about. Yeah, I forget the name of that road. Yeah. But anyway, I, I've been that way a few times. But yeah. Oh, I tell you. At least, you know, and it's funny to me is that all we do is complain when the roads aren't any good. And then when they fix them, we complain because they're fixing them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what I love. Well, I gotta be, when are they ever going to fix my road? And then they yeah. start fixing it. When are they ever going to be done fixing Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. Well, that's like, you know, the state now was going to give us... What they said they were going to give us one hundred twenty-five dollars a piece uh, yeah, back, you know, because yeah. they had the extra money. Yeah. Well, and then they said they were going to give us some more. I said, you know, it's kind of like, don't give me that back. You've already got it. Yeah. You've already got it. You know, I'm not going to miss that. Really, not going to miss it. But go fix some roads someplace. You know, it's kind of like you know. But, but you you miss the bottom line on that. What this is an election year. Oh yeah, you're gonna get that check back. Oh yeah, and yeah. it's gonna have somebody's name on it. Oh sure, yeah, yeah, I'll tell you. <laughs> you are definitely gonna get oh, that money back. Oh, boy. Now next year you wouldn't have a prayer in you know where. Yeah, getting it because oh, yeah. we yep. don't have to run this year, so yep. we're not gonna do that. Oh but, yeah, next year they're gonna charge double, get it yeah, back. Yeah. yeah, they'll get it back somehow. Yeah, that yeah. was a question I asked when Kathy brought that up last week. I said, well. Okay, here's the, the million-dollar question. They're going to give you 225 back. Are they going to tax it? Because that's good, income. Good question. <laughs> yeah, good question. Yeah, That's income. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, you yep. know, and that's the one thing that they never, you know, all the way back to the very beginning of the pandemic, the very first payout yeah. when our president had to have his name on the check, mm-hmm. they never, ever, through the whole process of handing out those checks from whenever it started to when it ended a year ago or whenever, nobody in charge in Congress, in the White House, anywhere said, oh, by the way, you're going to get taxed on this at the end of it. Yep. It was kind of like the, the bonus at the end of it, because I got to think there are some people oh, yeah. who wouldn't have taken it mm-hmm. if they knew they were going to have to then just pay it back. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, oh, yeah. Yeah. you're giving me something I'm paying you for. Yeah, yeah. Well, they <laughs> they changed the rules because it used to be if you were self-employed, you couldn't get unemployment. Well, you know, I, that is right. I, and I got yeah. I got when I got sick, uh, they finally came back, and my daughter told me this. I I didn't even know it, and they said, "Well, they've changed the rules. If you're self-employed, you can get you can file for unemployment." Well, I was off for two months, and then I worked for weeks part-time right. trying to get back in strength at least two and a half three months yeah you know before i got back to full time and so for the first time in my life i went and filed unemployment and you know i don't and so i got a little money back but it, i mean it wasn't a fortune but, but you it's know. not like it's not your money you paid that money into that system actually i didn't because, oh, well no really? actually well yeah i did back in the day yeah Back in the day. But since I've been working for myself, I have oh, Okay, because yeah, because you don't, yeah. Self-employed, you don't pay You that. don't have to. Yeah. 
but I'm. But yeah, back in the, when I was working for other people, yeah, I paid into that then. Sure. But yeah, but yeah. So it, that is literally your money. Yeah. You put that in there. Sure. So that if something like what you just described happened, yeah, you had at least a little bit of a cushion. Yeah. So. I've never, when people are on unemployment <laughs> for a reason like that or something, I. Why would you bust their chops over that? I mean, people mm-hmm. get people won't tell you that they had to do that because they're so shamed by it. Why? Mm-hmm. That's your money. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like you're taking it from somebody else. You paid for that out yep. of your paycheck you when you were it. working. Yeah. And they're not going to give you more than you paid in, believe uh-uh. me. No. So what what's the deal with that? Yeah. That's something that's there for your as a safety net for yeah. you. Well, that's like when people work overtime and they complain about how many taxes they're paying on their overtime. Well, they don't look at the line item on their paycheck. They, you know, you, most of us don't pay federal income tax. Not very much. No. Because you might pay it now, but when you do your taxes, you get it back at the end of the year. Right. But what you're paying is Medicare yeah. and into Social Security. Yep. And you're going to get all you're that gonna back. You're going to get that back. Well, you're, you, you hope you're going to get it back. You hope you're going to get it all back, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, but you're going to get that back, yeah. you know, if you live long enough to collect it. But, you know, it's just kind of like, you know, uh, up to a few years ago, if you retired for six or seven years. Now, I don't know what it's been the last 10, but if you retired for like six years or something like that, you got back everything that you had paid into Social Security. That you had paid in, yeah. personally. Because if you're working for somebody, you pay half, the yeah. employer pays half. Yeah. Well, you're self-employed, you pay the whole thing. Sure. You pay the whole 15%. Yep. But if you if you were retired for like six years or maybe seven, now it might be up to like eight now or eight and a half, something like that. But you got back everything that you'd paid in. So some of these people have been retired for 25, 30 years on Social Security. They got back way more money than they yeah. ever paid in. Yeah. They said, I get a kick out of them. They said, well, I paid into that all my life. No, you didn't. (laughs) No, you didn't. You didn't pay and squat them compared to what people pay now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because you look at how much they take out of your check now for Social Security. Well, Well, yeah, it's a a huge amount. You know, it's kind of like, whoa. I... uh... I have a feeling it's not going to be there when I get ready to retire. Yep. I tell young people all the time. I told my window washer. I told my grandkids. I said, you know what? You graduate from high school. The first thing you do is you go down and talk to somebody and you go start a Roth IRA. You put two grand in there and you just forget it. Mm -hmm. And if you can put $25 a week in there, starting at your age of 18, by the time you're 50 years old, you're going to be a millionaire. Yeah. And they go, well, a million dollars. Ain't going to be that much by the time I'm 50 years old. It's going to be better than not better than that. zero. It's better than zero. Yeah. yeah it's kind of like, you know, okay. But, yeah, I've told all my grandkids that. I told my window washer that. I said, you go start you a Roth IRA right now. Every one of my kids got one. Yep. Um, I wish they would have had those when I was a little younger. Yeah. I'd have been all over that so fast. <laughs> I think they, maybe not one of them, but I think they all have 401Ks, too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, you can. So they've got both of them going. Well, on. I didn't realize this. A friend of mine was telling me about a few years ago. You can start a potload of IRAs. Oh yeah. You just don't have to have one. You can right. start a bunch of them. And so uh, yeah, it's kind of like you know, I don't know why you'd want to, but you know, you. you I, yeah. I I'm one of those people who's going to get stung. I made no plans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I. Yeah. Well, I don't have much of one, but my my retirement plan is in in my house 
<laughs> well, partially part of an IRA. A lot of people have done that over the years, though. Yeah, it yeah. is that kind of an investment. Well, I've got it just about paid off, so there you know it's going to be. You know, I get ready to sell. I'm going to be. I'm going to be good. So you know, but um, this is the year I have to start drawing out of my IRA at 72, and so sometime between now and the end of the year, I got to take some money out. So, and I'm. It's a traditional. So I got the tax deduction when I put it in. Yeah. But I'm going to have to pay. I'm going to take out. Uh, I think I have to take out 3.6 percent. And so I don't know what the tax rate's going to be on that. So yeah. I don't know. But you know, I'm going to have. To, you know, I'm going to get hosed on that. So. Well, you know, if you need a place to put that withdrawal, <laughs> uh, I have started to go fund me for for me. Yeah. There so you, go. Uh, you could. <laughs> You could just have it transferred in there if you'd yeah. like to. Well, that's uh, what I tell people all the time. I said uh, they said they they were looking to spend some money or do something with some money or something like that. I said, well, you ever heard of the uh, Doug Casera Foundation for needy college <laughs> students or grandkids? And, <laughs> they go, no. I said, well, we just started that. <laughs> yeah, I could think oh. I'm going to start a GoFundMe to buy groceries. There you go. Oh yeah, I tell you what. Whew, I went shopping for meat yesterday. Oh Lord. The same package of chicken, exact same package that I've been buying for years. Yep. At twelve dollars a package. Was it fifteen or sixteen? Twenty. Twenty yesterday. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And I'm like, eh. and there was only one of them in the container. Yep. Or in the the yep. whatever it is, a freezer or whatever. And I'm like, not only is there no supply, the supply they have is astonishingly high oh, yeah. priced oh yeah i i i got depressed yesterday walking through the well my wife was store. telling me in the grocery store she was looking for uh ground beef it oh it was yeah. like six yeah. bucks a pound or oh whatever. yeah it's kind of like whoa yeah. now we just bought a quarter of beef and it was i think it was 560 bucks for a quarter which I don't know pound-wise what that's going to come out to, but right. then the, we're going to have the processing fee on top of that, sure. and I forget what that's going to run us. But well, my wife was complaining about that a little bit, and I said, well, you know, you could go buy it at a grocery store, and you're not going to get the same quality, you know, so what would you rather have, a little bit better meat or, you know, whatever you want to do, but, you know. So I think it's at the butcher right now, so I think it's probably going to be ready when I'm gone. So <laughs> my wife's going to have to go to Bourbon and pick it up. <laughs> She's going to have the biggest barbecue in the neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, and I won't get to enjoy it. <laughs> I've always wanted to do that, and I've never quite had the mm. cash outlay at one spot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. If I, could, I mean, I know that in the long run I'm saving a lot of money to do it that way, but mm. sometimes I just don't have... That much money I can drop down on something like oh, that. Oh yeah, we but. had a cookout. What was it Memorial Day? And we had we didn't buy a lot of meat to grill, but everybody else that showed up bought. Oh. Good lord, they brought sausages and hamburgers and bratwursts and all this stuff. That's cool. Good lord, I could I made a stuff stuff out there on the grill. I could have fed fifty people. <laughs> Well, see, you you got uh, you got good guests. Anytime uh, I have somebody over for a cookout, I'm the one that's putting uh, the sauce. Well, that's usually the way it is. Yeah, but the boy this time it was like whoa, and uh, yeah. So I I I like that because you know I just kind of like eating on the leftovers all week. Yeah, 
Now, my wife gets sick of it real quick, but I said, you know, I could eat that stuff all oh, week yeah. long, especially if it's a good burger. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. It's kind of like, man. Yeah. yeah. That's just like, oh. You need to find out the recipe for the what they put in the beef and stuff up at that place in Benton Harbor. Oh, yeah. There. I don't know what they did, but, boy, that was good. See, I've started mixing just a little bit of Italian sausage into the hamburger. You know, I've heard that, too. Or uh, I've seen some people lick, mix a light of little pork sausage in there. And then some other spices, and it's just kind of like, whoa. I don't mix yeah. enough in that you can really taste it, uh-huh. no. but it makes the burger hold together so much better. Oh, yeah. Well, when you when you make a patty out of fresh burger, yeah. fresh meat, make your patty yeah. and put it on a flat tray or something like that yeah. and stick it in the fridge for about a half hour really? to an hour. And then when you put it on the grill, it stays together a whole lot better. Get that grill good and hot, but you stick that baby on that grill once that meat's good and cool. Yeah. Oh, it's so much nicer to cut. Really? Oh, my goodness. That's an old trick. I learned that that back a few years ago. The other trick I learned watching the Food Network Mm -hmm. is you put a dimple in the middle, too, so it cooks evenly. Yep. I don't know why that is, but it works. Yeah, we've done that, too. Yeah, put a little, put your thumb down there. Boom. Yeah. Yeah, I I, uh, I do that, and I like I said, I mix a little bit of uh, sausage, and I probably shouldn't have said that because nobody knew it at my house. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, but it you you do get a little bit of that flavor, mm-hmm. yeah, but not enough that it overwhelms. It still tastes like a hamburger. Oh yeah, yeah. just has a yeah. little different seasoning and feel yeah. to, it, and the the texture so much better. Now, if I got some like good sized, good thick bratwurst. Oh yeah. Um, you know, the, the inch, inch and a half ones yeah. or something like that, yeah. you know, inch and a quarter, whatever they are. You know, I'll I'll start those out on the bottom rack, and I'll just get them so they start to get a little color, you know, a little, yep. little, yep. little bit, you know, cooking on there on the outside. And then I'll stick them up on the, the top rack yep. where they're, they're getting the heat, but they're not getting the flame as much, right. you know. And just kind of slow cook them, and that way they hang on to the juices and everything like that. Oh, my gosh, I'm getting good at that. <laughs> I used to be a straight Italian sausage guy. Oh, that, yeah. But uh, I uh, went on a recruiting trip with Benji uh, down to Franklin University. Okay. Uh, and the football team has a big tailgate for their recruits when they uh, bring them in. Mm-hmm. And they, they meet some of the alumni and everything mm-hmm. else. And, they made this huge thing of beer brats. Huh? Yeah. And I'd had them before, but I watching them cook those, mm-hmm. I, that was one of the best things I ever oh, ate. Yeah. Oh, they were yeah. fabulous. Yeah. So I, I do that at home now. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I've been doing beer brats more than, than sausages. Yep. Have you ever done the uh, the thing with the, the can of beer up up the chicken? No, I've got to do that. I yeah, want to try it that. Looks, it looks disgusting, actually. You basically take a can of beer and stuff it up a chicken's area <laughs> <laughs> to be polite <laughs> so you literally cook it looks fascinating to me yeah they say that is they they say that is the That's best what chicken i've heard oh my gosh i'm gonna yeah. have to try you know and it's funny i think i need to go and, and look a lot of this up i'm finding that cooking with beer really adds oh yeah a well, lot yep. of flavor to things yep i've heard that too yeah yeah. And I never would. I, wine I knew about, mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. distill it down, it gets that nice wine kind of taste mm-hmm. to it. That yep. little, but the beer I started using it in chili years ago. Really, put never a can of, of beer in every batch of chili I did. Really, now I've heard some people put chocolate, just a touch of chocolate in there, and 
I've heard of that, yeah. and that is something they do. What country? What? Because I saw a guy on the Food Network do that, uh-huh. and it's some country they do that a lot. Mexico? I don't, I don't know, yeah, but it kind of mellows the spice. Yeah, it gives it a little bit, kind yeah. of a little different, kind of a wang, you know, just kind of like, yeah. It was Bobby Flay was doing oh, something okay. on it. Yeah, and he yeah. put chocolate in, and he says, that kind of, he says, it's a little spicy, so I'm going to put some mm. chocolate in here to mellow it out a little yeah. bit. And I'm like, well, it makes sense. It's got sugar in it, and that yeah. supposedly should do that. Because I like chili. I don't like chili. Uh, you know, I mean, I like all kinds of chili, but I... I really like my chili so that it's kind of thick, almost like a stew. Oh, yeah, me too. That's yeah. What, oh, oh, my yeah. gosh. you got to yeah. almost eat it with a fork. Oh, you yeah. Know, just kind of like, yeah. oh, yeah, this is cool. That's what, that, to me, <laughs> that's chili. Oh, yeah, yeah. And no beans. Well, there are no I like beans a, I like, in chili. I like both ways. You know, <laughs> traditional Texas chili is no bean. Yeah. And, you know, they just, boy, they just put a potload of meat in there and, and different, you know, peppers and onions and all this stuff. Oh, yeah. And it's just kind of like amazing to watch this. But, yeah, I like it both ways. But, you know, it's kind of like, oh, my gosh. Now, my wife one time made some, and she hasn't done it for a while. I need to, I need to, maybe I'll go buy her a bunch of flour or something like that and say, okay, <laughs> I want you to make a big old pot of chili. It was like five or six different kinds of beans. Yeah. It was incredible. That oh, sounds interesting. It was so good. Oh my gosh! That sounds very interesting. But it had lima beans in it and kidney beans and, and uh, you know I don't forget how many different kinds of beans there are. Lima but, beans I never would have guessed. Oh, it was amazing. Oh my gosh, it was good, man. That does sound like it would be. See, I'm not so against beans that I won't ever. You know, if somebody really wants them. Yep. I'll go ahead and throw them in. I mean, oh, I'm not. I'm not going to be that way about it. Yeah. But to me, that's not chill. Well, if she ever makes it again like that, if I can talk her into it, I will bring you a bowl. Well, there you go. Yeah. I'd be happy to <laughs> well, eat I'll it. I'll just I'm tell sure. you to come over. <laughs> That's one of those things that you uh, never make the same chili oh twice. No, that's, yeah. Even when you have your own recipe that you stick yep. to, it never is the same two times yep. in a row. Yep. That's the way hers is. Hers, My wife, I tell you what, I married the best cook. She is amazing. <laughs> but, uh, you know, and, and it was so funny. When we got married, sometimes she'd say, what do you think? And I said, oh, this is okay, but don't do it again. <laughs> Well, over time, you know, she she's developed. She's an amazing cook. Oh, I tell you what. But she makes some stuff that just kind of like, you know, that's how I got the body I got. You know, it's kind of like, oh, my word. Oh, it's, yeah, pretty yeah. crazy. Oh, my God. We got some information here. Oh, really? We, oh, we, have, a, we have a gas buddy. We have a gas uh, buddy? Somebody's letting me know that Bourbon, Indiana is gas for five bucks. So everybody drive to Bourbon right now. Yeah, drive 11 miles tank. so you can save 18 cents, 17 cents. Five bucks. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Actually, they have got they sent some up. Uh, oh, that's one thing my son said. He, he bought a new car a huh? few months ago. Um, the one who has the shoes. Okay. He bought himself a car, too. Paid for most of it right up front, mm-hmm. but wanted to get that credit thing going oh, and sure, all yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. he was using premium uh-huh. just because it's better on the engine. Sure. Um, and the mileage kind of washes out. Yeah. You pay more, but you get more miles oh, per yeah. gallon. Sure. But, you know, so he's got, and he, like here, loves, uh, I guess this is our loves out here, 595. 
for Whoa. a gallon of gas. Holy cow. Uh, 577. That's premium now. This oh, isn't this okay. isn't regular. Okay. This is premium. Yep. Um, and he came home the other day after filling his tank up and he says, My car has seen the last of premium fuel, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just too expensive. Now I filled up the other day with middle premium on my Honda that my Toyota that I used to have, my Camry. Uh, that thing, the owner's manual said this is set up for regular, but if you want optimum yeah, performance exactly. and fuel economy, you use use premium on it. Yeah. And you can tell a difference oh, in, yeah. that, in that Toyota motor. You now, can. my Honda, you can tell a little bit of difference, but it's not, not that much over regular. But I tell you what I do once in a while is in with my Honda, I do it a couple times a year. I dump about three gallons of E85 in there, yeah, and then fill it up with regular, and it burns it just a little bit hotter, but it's not enough to hurt your fuel lines because this car's not set up for E85. Right. Well, a guy that was a bus mechanic in South Bend, he told me how to do that because I told him I was using seafoam once in a while, and he says, "Don't do that." And he says, "You're wasting your money." He says, "Just dump a couple gallons of E85 in there and fill it up, and it makes a difference." But don't go crazy with it. Oh yeah. Now, <clears throat> I I remember back in the day I had a car that ran on E85 if mm-hmm. you wanted it to and yeah. I never did it, yeah. it the, the mileage was so like bad it. it wasn't worth the oh, savings yeah, I don't like it but boy it, close. It, it but it'll help clean out yeah. your your fuel system sure. and all our that stuff you know it helps clean it out yeah. but yeah I do that in our Chevy once in a while it's not set up for that either but boy you you dump a couple of gallons of E85 in there and then fill it up with regular it runs like a scared rabbit. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, baby, this is pretty cool. See, that's, you know, everybody should have a mechanic friend. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> everybody should. Yeah. Because you get little tips. Oh, you like learn that. all kinds learn of all stuff. Learn all kinds yeah. of stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. It's stuff that I would never know because I have no idea how to do anything that has to do with tools or my hands. I or don't anymore. Like I don't anymore. I used to, but. <clears throat> we got, yeah. we even have Google now, and I can't figure it out. Yep. <laughs> You know, I had a I had a Buick LeSabre one time, and I blew a headlight. Yeah. And so I talked to my youngest son, who is the mechanic of my boys. Yeah. And I go, hey, I need you to come over and fix my headlight. He says, I don't have time. And I said, well, should I take it someplace? He says, YouTube it. <laughs> and so I YouTubed it, and I go, and I just type, you know, how to fix a headlight in a 2004 Buick LeSabre. And this guy does this video on how to do that. And so I go out there and I pop my hood and I'm looking, I'm watching the video and looking at the front of my car and I go, yeah, I can do that. Yeah, okay. So I get my 10 millimeter socket wrench out there and I'm going, <laughs> you know, and, and you know, you slide the headlight out, you put yeah. the new bulb in the back and slide her back in, turn the lights on. Boom. Boom. I'll be darned if it didn't work. <laughs> I uh, the other day, oh, man. I was having a computer issue, mm-hmm. and I I texted Bob, and it was something that I actually it was so simple it was ridiculous, mm-hmm. and I knew how to do it, but for some reason I wasn't <laughs> understanding. I, I didn't remember that I knew how to do it, mm-hmm. and it was, and so I I text Bob, and he says. What you're asking me this? I said, yeah. And he just sends me back a Google link. Mm-hmm. And then I looked at the Google link and realized that I I knew how to do it. And I, you know, so he sends the Google link and I see that and I just text him back. Well, 
Gosh, Bob, you don't need to yell at me. <laughs> I'm oh, sorry. I yeah, I feel like an idiot now. You don't need to yell at me by sending me a Google link because that's, you know, that's what he's always said. He don't know how to do it. Google it. They'll oh, tell you how yeah. to do it. Oh, that's crazy. And sometimes it's still too complicated, yeah. but for the most part, they'll walk you through it every step. Oh, yeah. I think you could learn how to do brain surgery on that. <laughs> I'm sure you could. I bet you could. You know Oh if nothing else, you could at least watch one. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm not sure I want to watch that. <laughs> I'm not sure I do either. Yeah, I've seen hips put in and knees put in. No, no, no. You no, know, no, no, no. It's kind of like, now, I can't watch the initial going in, uh, you know, where they're... They, oh, when they cut? When they yeah, cut. Now, I can't yeah, watch yeah, that. But once they're in there, it's interesting. Oh, no. You know, but you know, they don't... You know, there's a good reason why they put you asleep. Oh, Because yeah. they're banging around oh, on your body and everything yeah. else and that's why when you wake up after surgery you are so sore yeah. you know because they are banging around on your body it's just kind of like you don't want to be be awake think well, about it you know it's the like, worst surgeries are the ones whoa. i've not had oh where is wood <clears throat> i have not had to endure that but the ones the people that i know have had anything in their abdomen mm-hmm. is absolutely the worst because mm-hmm. they're they're dealing they're cutting really cutting your muscles oh yeah, oh, yeah. and you're anybody knows anything about fitness mm-hmm. which you know look at me you you'd never believe i know anything about it nope, but me either um <sighs> your core yeah is how you stand and walk and do literally oh, yeah. everything yeah and if you're messing with those muscles it's like yep almost mm-hmm. relearning how to stand mm-hmm. and do all that stuff and just mm-hmm. and it hurts yeah yeah i just i don't I don't ever want anybody cutting oh, on my stomach. Yep, yep. I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. I'll tell you. Yeah, unless they're going to drain all that fat out of there, that might be a good idea. Yeah, that's a good one. We could do some liposuction <sighs> thing or something like that. Yeah. Maybe we could get a deal. You know, two for two one. Two for one? Yeah, here you go. Yeah. I was teasing this little guy. Since since the first year, I've been helping out with uh, kindergarten and first graders in Sunday school. Yeah, and so it's kind of fun these little guys. I'm and and so this this one kid, uh, Joshua, he's on my my grandson Liam's baseball team. So he got a hit the other day, and so I was teasing him yesterday. I said, "Yeah, Joshua hit the ball, and he dropped the bat, and he was running like a deer." He looked at me, and he's shaking his head. He says, <laughs> "He says, Uncle Doug, he says I don't run like a deer." <laughs> so funny <laughs> these little guys you know it's c-league ball and yeah. oh my gosh i tell you what you want some good entertainment just come out to the c-league diamond <laughs> you watch some of those videos oh my uh, like the other day my favorite video is the one of the kid running in slow motion to home oh yeah Never seen that that's one. hilarious that is absolutely yeah. a scream they try to speed him up and he refuses he still yeah, continues he's to still run going. in slow motion did you see the one about the little kid that does the happy dance up there at home plate when he's getting he's up there getting ready to bat and he does his little happy dance thing i haven't seen he that does little swagger thing oh it's so funny <laughs> you oh my see gosh. that's the way baseball ought to be played oh yeah oh my gosh that is so funny i might go back to a major league game if they played it that way oh yeah i tell you what. oh my gosh yeah we yeah. gotta take a break and then oh my gosh yeah finish this thing up. it's about time yeah so uh we're gonna take a break we come back we'll uh we'll uh close this thing out so hang on 
At Co-Alliance Propane, we treat our customers like neighbors because it's exactly what we are. Co-Alliance isn't some company across the country. We're across the county. We work, play, and live right here in Marshall County. With programs like Summer Fill, Budget, and Fixed Price, you can choose the program that works best for you. Visit co-alliancepropane.com for more details, including 50 free gallon offers for new and existing customers. Co-Alliance Propane, seriously local. Are you looking for a new hauler for trash removal? Call Apex Waste. Large or small, we'll take your call. When you choose Apex Waste, there's no long-term contracts, no hidden fees, and no taxes. What we say is what you pay. Apex Waste is a local family-owned company that is dedicated to reliable, friendly service. Call Apex Waste at 574-896-APEX. That's 574-896-2739. Or visit us online at apexwaste.net. <laughs> First, we saw the gibbons. And they're absurdly adorable. And the rhinos, which were... Crazily humongous. And then we saw the lizards. And they're... Awesomely scaly. And now we're... Thoroughly exhausted. <laughs> the Indianapolis Zoo. Wildly inspiring. Save up to 50% when you get your tickets online at IndyZoo.com. Thanks, everyone, for baking your way here on this toasty morning. Are you all ready to jam? Excellent. Before we get rolling, let's start by hashing out everything bagel we'll be discussing. Profit margins are okay, but they could maybe be butter. Sorry, I don't mean to waffle. Next quarter, it's all or muffin. Did you have a question, sausage patty? Um, my name's Patricia. When you can't take your mind off breakfast, it matters where you stay. Delicious breakfast available at our Hilton family of brands. Hilton, for the stay. Well, the first thing Monday morning, I drink black coffee to clear my head. telling you i was born to sing the blues i guess i was you know born to sing the blues the other day (laughs) you were on and you were playing it was a couple days in a row you were playing all these different weekday songs yeah and i go to to one of my customers i said where does he find all these things there's a there's a like 10 different songs for every day of the week (laughs) okay i'm gonna admit something um, <laughs> you know what it's like to search YouTube. Oh yeah. Okay, so there's some of it, but I I don't want to sound cocky, but I know a lot of those songs. I mean, I from my whole life music has been kind of the thing. Oh yeah. And yeah, I yeah. I remember back in the day, uh, before I was married with three thousand children, um, I used to just go buy a record because I wanted to listen to it. Mm. I, I mean, I I saw it; it looked interesting. I just yeah. buy it because I wanted to listen to it. Sure. And yeah. I had. At one point, just 
they had those old crates that you put records in. They oh, yeah, like sure. The, I had like, I think it was seven or eight of those completely full of records, plus oh my all my cassettes and my CDs. And oh, my goodness. I mean, I had a huge collection mm. of music, and I, I when I got married, I got rid of a lot of it because, once again, <laughs> yeah. it was just stuff that I had bought to listen to, and sure. it was okay, but I really wasn't going to listen to it again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but... So I know a lot of songs. Oh yeah. But I yeah. have to admit, it's a that's pretty good cool. portion of them. You just yeah. search them out. Well, this one here, that's, I don't remember hearing that before. That Blue was Monday. Cool. Yeah, I've Blue heard Monday. Blue Monday before, but I never heard Little Milton sing it. Uh, so yeah, that was yeah. that was a new. Yeah, that's pretty neat. Yeah. That's new version. Neat. Yeah. Yeah, I've got all kinds of. Yeah. Tricks up my sleeve. Oh, I tell you what. Yeah, it's pretty wild. The internet can be a useful tool. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I gotta reach across here. Uh oh! Yep. I think it's time for us yep. to. Oh, go ahead. Do you do you have any birthdays today? Um, or? Actually, uh, tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. My grandson, little Liam, is eight years old. Woo! Yeah. All right. Happy birthday, Liam. Woohoo! Got to write his name down. We'll put his name in the hat. He'd love the cupcakes, believe oh, me. Oh, I really would. <laughs> he would love the cupcakes. Yeah, he's funny. It's so funny to watch him eat a cupcake. La Dessert Cafe. They they give us four for that. That's yeah. an all day investment for just one of oh, them. Oh They yeah. are. They they don't hold back. They're uh, awesome. They are. And then you also have the free small drink from the Coffee Lodge, which you can get anything. Mm-hmm. You got smoothies and oh, other yeah. stuff. You don't have to have coffee. Yeah. And then uh, Cash and Creek gives us a bouquet of flowers. Oh, yeah. So. Well, his mom would like that. <laughs> well, there you go. He can make points that way. Yeah, Mom, we just mom, got the flowers. Just for no reason at all. Just you because go. you're Mom. Yep. And that would uh, that would be... Yep. He'd there be golden go. for a month. Yep. yep. <laughs> he wouldn't oh, even I be in trouble. You. Oh, boy. Ever again. Uh, anyway, get your names in here. We'll wish you a happy birthday. You'll be eligible for those prizes. Now it's time for anniversaries. Don't have any of those today either. Uh, we got some coming up, so be aware of that. But get your uh, name in here, your anniversary. Um, we give away 50 bucks at the end of the month to some lucky couple who uh, just let us know it was their anniversary. Deaton Clemens Van Gilder Funeral Home is the sponsor of our uh, anniversary uh, gift. Uh, nothing in the trading post today. Also, there's a big announcement. Okay. Big announcement. Mrs. Uncle Doug Ooh. is going to have a garage sale probably in the next two weeks. So there's a lot of stuff out there that people need to come by. <laughs> please. Please come by this stuff. Please. Get, get it out of my garage. Please. I mean, I'll even help finance this thing you know if you come over and take this stuff maybe we'll give you a, like buy one get one free i don't care get it out of there please i'd love to get my garage back make sure make sure you give us a date we'll try to help you push oh, that along oh yeah i probably won't be there but you know it's kind of like okay i don't care Oh, so I can't believe two women get all this much junk. Maybe it would be better if you weren't there because then when you come back, the surprise is so special. That oh, yeah. It's, it's, well, maybe it wouldn't be a surprise. but I said, now, everything you don't sell is going to Salvation Army or Goodwill, right? Please tell me that. <laughs> oh, I take it you gosh. didn't get told that. <laughs> yeah, kind of, sort of, but I don't know. You know, it's kind of like, oh, Lord. Uh, oh. Well, 
I need a garage extension. <laughs> Sheesh, maybe I can just go hide there, insulate the thing, and put air conditioning in. I, you know, I don't know. Whoa. <laughs> oh, man. Well, yeah, garage but extension. But I will let be. you know the okay. date. Oh, Please. Oh, my gosh. Hopefully, it'll... Hopefully it'll happen when I'm gone, so I won't have to deal with it. There you go. Oh my goodness! You can probably figure out a way to. I'm thinking not be there. Yeah, well, I leave Sunday, so it's kind of like okay. If they do it the next week, I'm good. Ooh, there you go. I do it the next week, you gotta you gotta encourage I'm that. I'm good. Yeah, You've gotta encourage that. Yep. Yep. Well, man, I want to thank you for coming in again. Yep. Hey, it's always it. fun. Yeah. 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 I don't know where the time goes. I'll tell you that. Oh, I know it. But uh, time flies when you're having fun. We have. Well, we're having fun. We're having fun. Yeah. Know if anybody else is, yeah, but we'll have to see what kind of a crowd we get outside when we get done here. So, make sure you look first, see if they've got pitchforks and uh, torches. If that's the case, we probably want to stay back here for probably a while. Probably want to stay back here yeah. and hide. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, or shotguns or you know automatic <laughs> weapons of some kind. <laughs> You always see when you leave the studio here. You always put the hat on the end of the stick and you hold it out in front of the door just to see yeah. what, if anything happens and yeah. then you're safe. If so, it gets shot at, yeah, <laughs> you're safe then. That that makes it good. Oh my! Anyway, man, thanks for coming in. Yeah, um, Kathy will be back tomorrow. She'll have uh, hopefully somebody from the county council in to talk about that meeting that she's had. Uh, but anyway. Uh, tune back in tomorrow at 9 and have yourselves a great day.